92.1 WPTS Pittsburgh. America, the beautiful. My country, tis of thee. Star-spangled banner, stars and stripes forever. God bless America, you're a grand old flag. If one thing is clear about this country in which we live, it's that we love to sing about it. So then, maybe it's no surprise that we find so much of America in all our music. Not just in our anthems, but also in our pop songs. Tonight may be July 3rd, but we wanted to start the holiday festivities a little early. And so this show is going out to America. We'll be playing the new national anthems, the songs that just scream America, even without ever saying her name. This evening, we'll be counting down and arguing over the five most American songs. Rockin' and talkin', raidin' and debatin'. You're listening to the Fight for Five at nine, at six. Stay tuned. back. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Willie. And you're listening to the Fight for Five at nine at six. Yes, we have a little change in timing this week because <laughs> of the holiday schedule. Um, yeah. Well, it's been, yeah. It's been a pretty good week since our first show. This is our second show now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited about this show, this American show. Yeah, uh, I wanted to ask you actually, how was it for you uh, selecting the five songs? Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. Uh, a little tough. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, something our, our listeners might not be aware of is that, like, when we pick these themes, these categories that we're counting down, we don't really discuss what we mean by, you know, right. <laughs> most American songs. Uh, and so I, I never really know, like, what's what's appropriate. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's something I like, uh, right. and that we'll probably argue about. Um, but what are your plans for the well, holiday? Oh, my plans for the holiday? Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to Philadelphia to visit my fam. Very uh, good. Yeah. You'll be checking out the scene in Pittsburgh. Yeah, sure my fam's coming to Pittsburgh, well. so. <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah. um, I had a really hard time picking these songs. Oh, yeah? I, yeah. Uh, for me, American songs, I think a lot of the, the music that I tend to um, like is... For me, I like it because it's, in some ways, American and sort of inspires <laughs> some sort of um, allegiance, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so for you, did you feel like there were too many songs to pick from? Yeah, I thought there was a lot. There were too many songs that I could say, uh, well, this is a great American song. Mm-hmm. This, is, this has, you know, Ameri- it screams America <laughs> in a <Right>. way. <laughs> well, I think, I think we should have an interesting countdown then today. Yeah. 
before we get into the countdown, should I let our listeners who are new to the show know exactly what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Let's explain it a little bit, too. All right. So each week we pick a theme. Tonight, our theme is the most American songs. Next, I pick my top five songs on that theme. And Willie picks his without revealing his list to me and without me revealing my list to him. Uh, when the show begins, we play our selections one by one and fervently argue over whose picks are better. And that's basically what we do. Yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah. Uh, so I think tonight we're going to start with, with my first pick. Okay. Um, I don't know, for me this song really, really screams America. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see how we're really going to argue over this one. Oh, I feel no. like it, it's just, it's, it has to be there. Well, we'll so, see. All we'll right. hear, I guess. Without much further ado, let's begin. All right. The Fight for Five at Nine at Six countdown of the most American songs. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, and I go, can't go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoe. Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoe. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place. Well, do anything that you want to do, but not, uh, honey, lay off them shoes. And don't you step on my blue suede shoe. Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoes. Let's go, cat. Drink my liquor from an old fruit jar Well, do anything that you want to do But uh, uh, honey, lay off my shoes And don't you step on my blue suede shoe Well, you can do anything But lay over my blue suede shoe Rock it! the show, three to get ready, now go, 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 but don't you step on my blue suede shoe, well you can do anything but the hell for my blue suede shoe, well it's blue, blue, blue suede shoes, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, yeah, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, baby, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, well you can do anything but the hell for my blue suede shoes. That was the king, Elvis Presley, singing Blue Suede Shoes, starting off the countdown of the most American songs on the Fight for Five at Nine at Six. So that song was my pick. Yeah, well, um, that's, a, that's a great lead into American songs. Uh, Isn't it, though? It is, it, it is, but I guess, I mean, I hear it a lot being uh, an American, and people associate it with, you know, America. I think I agree with you, but I was wondering what exactly screams America about it. I mean... Right. I well, guess the consumer aspect, <laughs> obsessed with these blue suede shoes. I didn't even think of that, but uh, absolutely. Um, for me, I, I hear this song, and, well, first, you know, you hear Elvis, mm -hmm. and I think you automatically think America. Um, but I, I hear this song, and I just hear decades of music before 
and decades of music that would follow all just rolled up into this one song. You got, you know, soul and blues and, uh, you know, so, so much, uh, like, really American music just all coming together in this one song. And then, you know, really the start of rock and roll and then the rock of the 60s everything after it I, I think it's all in this song and and just all of american music really wrapped up in one song wrapped yeah. up in a song about shoes we we don't even need the rest of this countdown really oh i feel we could just throw everything else away well i really think that my uh song my first song actually tops this song as um encompassing america <laughs> encompassing american music before it and uh, the stuff that's going to come but out there's no one bigger out. than elvis though well yeah, yeah i guess uh that's I, I'm not Debatable. done. I'm not done arguing okay. this blue suede shoes thing. But <laughs> if you, you if got? you want if you want to play your song now, and then should we come back? Do you think your song your your next song is a good enough counterpoint to to this Elvis? I th- yes, I do. All right. So, so I why think don't we one one thing about my song um, is that the message in it also <laughs> uh, sort of encompasses uh, the American spirit that has sort of um, endured through. Uh, the evolution of American music. So, okay, nothing else. So let's play your song, and, and then we'll come back to this this argument. Okay. Okay. Paul and Silas bound in jail had no money for to go that bay. Keep your eyes on the prize Hold on Paul and Silas thought they was lost Thumbs and shook and the chains come off Keep your eyes on the prize Hold on Freedom's name is mighty sweet And soon
Welcome back to the Fight for Five at nine at six. We just heard my first pick, uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen's interpretation of Eyes on the Prize. <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> interpretation. And I think that's an important, I think that's important, the mm-hmm. fact that it's an interpretation. You're saying interpretation because it's a, a Pete Seeger song, is that right? Yeah, and, well, yes. Um, but also I think it's important um, because it's not only a Pete Seeger song, but it's been sung by um, many artists throughout the generations and by many different types of artists. So we have Pete Seeger, uh, you know, the quintessential folk man. And then um, during the 1950s and 1960s when the civil rights movement was, um, you know, coursing through the United States, uh, Mahalia Jackson, her, like the, uh, the blues jazz singer, uh, offered her a rendition. And then we have the modern-day trumpeter of the working man, Mr. Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sort Does of like he play a rock. trumpet on this song? No, no. But he's, <laughs> I, I was his, confused by your voice. use of trumpeter oh. <laughs> because so there is an interesting that. horn section. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In the song, another great aspect of this song, um, showing its versatility and American Americanness. Is that a, is that a word we're going to use? Can we use that? <laughs> we should have uh, thought of another word for that concept. Yeah, Americanness. Um, Ameri- yeah. But yeah, so it goes from, you know, folk, blues, rock, um, it takes it from the Great Depression to the civil rights to um, modern days when we're overtaxed, I guess. I don't know. Bruce Springsteen talks all about that. Uh, so yeah, cu- so many cultural generations um, can interpret this song and make it meaningful. And this was actually the first time I've, I've heard this song. Oh. I'm a little ashamed to admit, since apparently it has years of history behind yeah. it. Um, I don't know, when you first played it, I, I started thinking you were playing Tom Waits and, and even like three minutes into that song I was like is, is this Tom Waits uh, definitely doesn't sound like the Bruce Springsteen I know um, it's great though right I wouldn't say great um, it's okay I, I don't it, the message is a little kindergarten class don't you think like, keep your eyes on the prize <laughs> hold on <laughs> hold on tight to your dreams and the prize your goal for the pro- your goal of achieving a, why, why is the song so just somber? You think it's somber? Yeah. I don't really find it, like, uplifting. Oh, I think it. I think it's uh, a very inspiring song. It's sort of, uh, yeah. But I don't feel it's played very inspiringly. Oh, even the, with the horn section that you mentioned? that. Well, no, like, I mean, it's very, um, how would I say, very, like, vibrant mm-hmm. in all the sounds it, it brings forth, but... It's still kind of like, kind of like a groaning song, like just kind of like I, trudging along. Sort of like we'll overcome these sort of uh, maybe, but or we don't really want to walk fast to get there, you know. <laughs> well, at least they have a great this? song to listen to in the meantime while <laughs> walking. Are you talking about Elvis Presley's Blue Suede Blue Shoes? <laughs> Is that the great song? No, that has not been reinterpreted through the Great Depression up through now. That's because it's perfect. <laughs> perfect in and of itself. Oh. That's why Elvis is the king. Bruce Springsteen is only the boss. The boss. <laughs> Who's higher? The king. Well, the king is sort of like a, a, a figurehead sort of thing nowadays. Even back then. I mean, we have Queen Elizabeth, but really, who's running the country over <laughs> in England? <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Why didn't, like, 
it, I feel like there's so many other Bruce Springsteen songs you could have picked, or you could have picked like the original Pete Seeger. Why did you pick this this Bruce Springsteen above other Bruce Springsteen? Why did you pick this one over? the other renditions okay well i think this is a sort of uh double whammy if you will because <laughs> <laughs> i mean we have eyes on the prize which i think is just a great american song pete seeger's so- mm-hmm. pete seeger's version is um just great and then bruce springsteen like i said he's sort of like uh he sings about the american man i think or the man i mean that in the mm-hmm. uh, gender neutral sort of the mm-hmm. stand-in okay. for man and woman woman um but he sort of sings for that for he, she, uh, <laughs> in many of his songs. So I think to have Springsteen's voice sort of reinvigorating or um, reinterpreting Eyes on the Prize is uh, a very American. Uh, and also, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, my vote is still going for Elvis. Oh, well, you have not convinced me. I, and if anything, I'm more convinced of my song and how great it is. <laughs> and I'm more convinced of mine. <laughs> This is how it goes. Okay. Um, before we get into the next song, I, I think we should do a PSA. Okay. Or I guess I should do a well, PSA. How about I try can... to read it this time without <laughs> <How> laughing? About? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um... That one's too long. You'll never get through it. <laughs> you want something like two sentences. Okay. Well, I'm going to do this because uh, I think I can do this one. Okay. Over two million instances of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Go ahead, Willie. <laughs> Over two million instances of housing discrimination occur each year. The Leadership Conference on Civil Rights Education Fund, the National Fair Housing Alliance, and the U.S. Office of Housing and Urban Development have partnered to raise awareness of widespread but subtle forms of housing discrimination. For more information, visit www.fairhousinglaw.org or call 703 703- Two zero five, three four zero four. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next song's mine, mm-hmm. um, and I want to take this countdown off in a totally different direction. Okay. Um, but it's still just as American as my first pick. <laughs> Maybe you'll even think it's as American as your last pick. Um, but it, it's just a song that I don't know. I think everything about it is just. America from start to finish. All right. So here we go.
You're listening to 92.1 WPTS, and you just heard Fanfare for the Common Man, a composition by Aaron Copland, the great American composer, performed by the New York Philharmonic under the conduction of Leonard Bernstein. My second pick for the most American song. Now, how can it get more American than that? Uh, Well, first of all, it doesn't have any words. (laughs) <laughs> okay I think I've already won <laughs> This song is, is everything America is about Without any words It's, it's triumphant, triumphant Heroic Loud <laughs> And it's common For the common man I don't see how it's common at all That's one of the things It's, it's a th- fanfare for the common man But it's way too organized It's way too uh, deliberate And sparse I think for the common man not that the common man isn't deliberate and sparse <laughs> but when I think of the common man I think of you know sort of like a a crowd of people and everyone collaborating working together in some sort of like uh, I don't know holistic way and this just seems too individualistic for me America is individualistic see Willie really, the problem is when you don't have any words is you can interpret a lot a lot more uh, leniently or a lot loosely freedom loosely. of thought America (laughs) I just want everyone to know who's listening that every time I say something about this song my right hand is in a fist (laughs) and I'm shaking it fervently sort of like Stalin (laughs) sort of like all of our great presidents (laughs) anyway I I think at least as as far as uh, American uh, classical compositions go Mm -hmm. you can't do better than Copeland what about Gershwin? Gershwin's pretty good. I feel like he's better than Copeland. Okay. <laughs> but Much he's more American. More, he's a little more on the jazzy yeah, side. Yeah, a little bit more pop, too. Plus, I mean, this this is the New York Philharmonic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've done some Gershwin. Leonard Bernstein. It's so American. <laughs> is that... Oh. Hmm. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I just... First, I'm really turned off by the uh, fanfare for the common man. <laughs> the idea that this uh, classical piece promotes itself as a piece for the common American man. <laughs> Why is that? I feel like it's less accessible than uh, Eyes on the Prize, for example. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Your argument hasn't made sense from the beginning here. <laughs> well, First, it doesn't have any words. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. I'm not, I'm not too impressed. I, I do like Aaron Copeland. I, in fact, I... I more, I more than like him. I don't know if I love him, but I really do enjoy his pieces, especially the Boatman song. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just am not impressed by this pick for most American songs. I feel this could be a national anthem. Oh. Could it doesn't it, have any words. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be a national anthem. It doesn't have any words. How about a national fanfare? <laughs> Sure, because no one cares about fanfares. <laughs> we don't have any of those because we no don't need them. No one cares about your picks. <laughs> <laughs> Same for yours. Uh, well, actually, I have to admit that my next pick doesn't have any words either. <laughs> <laughs> so, to summarize, I just picked Fanfare for the Common Man, and it's going through as one of the top five American songs for our countdown. Um, but I'm not. I'm not trying to promote my song as uh, something for the common man. In fact, I'm. Si- I I like this song because it. Um, it sort of. 
sets up this idyllic America, this sort of ideal America, and um, one that I have a nostalgia for, although I guess I can't really have nostalgia for it because I never experienced it, but um, sort of sets this really high ideal for an America, and it's a really beautiful song, too. Uh, do you want to go ahead and play it? Okay. All right. Here we go. Mac, you just heard Dizzy Gillespie playing Stardust. Gillespie? What do you say? Gillespie? Gillespie. I say Gillespie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wrong. <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't discredit this song if you're trying if that's what you're going for. I haven't even started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, fine, go ahead and start. You can finish introducing it. Okay. Um well that's pretty much all there is to it. The song is Stardust. It's a beautiful song, one of the most American songs. <laughs> one of the most American songs. <laughs> one of the top five American songs. Um, 
This is not Dizzy Gillespie's song, per se, although he did perform mm-hmm. it. It's a Hoagie Carmichael tune. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and it appeared on the American Splendor soundtrack. Well, I'm assuming you picked this song because, you know, it's very representative of, of jazz, of American jazz. Is that not sort exactly. of on the right track? No, no. Then why don't you explain to me why you, you picked this song first? Well, it was more um, the feelings that it sort of evoked in me. My problem is that it doesn't have any words. <laughs> so what sort of feelings does does this song evoke? Well, it's sort of... Um, well, uh, I guess what I'm going to say sort of would argue for your song as well, but I'm going to say it nonetheless, because I think this is a more powerful um, song than the one we heard previously. More powerful? Gonna, yeah, more power. It's, it's better at evoking emotion. It evokes the emotion better. Strong, more strongly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think there's the trumpet with sort of uh, creating this sense of intrigue. So there's like the sort of, well, exactly, that's exactly the word, like intrigue. And then there's um, sort of a pacifying element with the piano. And then um, there's this sort of like feeling of serenity and listening to the whole song. Like you're always, you can always be smiling in every at every moment when you imagine sort of um, what the song is sort of expressing it's sort of just like this sort of serene smile like um you know like summer lawn parties just <laughs> sort of <laughs> distant i mean these things obviously i i don't really experience but i have these yeah sort i'm of letting you dig your own grave here. <laughs> okay uh, well I'll continue. can i jump in okay go ahead well i i think that it's good that something jazzy got on the countdown because personally i mean i love jazz i when i was making my countdown i wanted put some jazz song on there but i was way too conflicted Mm. i went through a lot of songs and and couldn't find anything that i really felt was representative of america or even just the whole jazz movement i felt Mm -hmm. you know every song is is so much its own and nothing really really fit for me except this one here does well here's what here's what i think happened Mm -hmm. Let let me just present a hypothesis Okay. You were looking for songs to put on this countdown. <laughs> you went into your iTunes, <laughs> typed, in, typed in America, See, and then you came up with the American Splendor soundtrack. Did not happen. I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I can't really say anything on air that I could argue with this, like to disprove what Willie's saying, other than you could just take my word for it. That's not what happened. <laughs> It was sort of fortuitous that I found this song, though. I didn't have it in mind right away. I was scrolling through the iTunes, and I remembered the song and um, knew immediately that it had to go on. I couldn't believe that I hadn't thought of it. But I really feel like it was a good choice um, because it is one of the five most American songs. I really I really don't... <laughs> I, like. How can you not just think of America? I think of, you know... 1950s TV, which is sort of, you know, promoting this American ideal and just everything is, everything before that is building up to this ideal that's presented in, like, in this song. And everything after that has been lamenting the loss, everything that's happened to sort of drive us away from that. And this just stands out as just, like, reminding us of um, this American ideal. I guess what I'd say is that since a song has no words, (laughs) I can't really get that. (laughs) Well, I'm not proposing that it becomes some sort of national fanfare <laughs> i'm just saying it's a great american song perhaps it's a great american song but is it a most american yes, song yes yes that's why it's on my countdown <laughs> <laughs> i'll remind you that it's not on my countdown oh boy 
Uh, oh, guess what just happened? Viper. <laughs> translucent Viper. Uh, we probably Don't ignore sh- that. Yeah, no, I'm, we just got an instant message. Um, <laughs> for people that uh, don't know what instant uh, messages are, they're a thing on the internet. Um, Caitlin, I cannot use the computer and talk at the same time, so okay. you're, you're going to have to okay, do so one of these. The instant message screen popped up, and um, <laughs> it looks like the caller is wondering what song we're talking about. So in case anyone else out there listening missed it, it was uh, Dizzy... Gillespie? Gillespie. Gillespie's. <laughs> I think you said the way I said it. Yeah, Gillespie. fun of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it was Dizzy Gillespie's song, yeah. Stardust. Um, so that's the song we were talking about. One of the five most American songs. I'll let our online listener know that he's probably not aware of the song because it's not <laughs> very well known. Um, and therefore not very American. Oh, well. Or at least not a good pick. Um, I should remind everyone else that you, you too can talk to us online. Uh, our AOL Instant Messenger screen name is WPTS Request. Or you can call in at 412-383-WPTS. That's 9787. Um, so, yes. Uh, <laughs> we did. Yes. Well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't talk about that. Right. Okay. Well. <laughs> we, we never said anyone's screen <coughs> over the air because that That's would probably right. elicit many messages <laughs> to said person or unsaid person, I should say. Um, anyway, let, let's do a check of the weather. Um, see what it's like now. Currently, it's six thirty-six p.m. and we're saying it's it's a uh, what an overnight low of sixty-three degrees Fahrenheit. But it's right now. What's it right now? I don't know. I don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> um, That's a change. Oh, Ooh, 79. 79. It feels like 79. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, but let's check out tomorrow's weather for uh, the holiday. Uh, right now they're forecasting a high of 82, but p.m. thunderstorms. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not good. I might mess up with some fireworks. Mm. But uh, hopefully, hopefully maybe they'll hold off for a few hours. Is your fam going to be here for the fireworks? Are they coming in tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, they'll be here when fireworks are going off. We had no plans to oh, go okay. see the fireworks, but um, we are going to a baseball game. Oh. I hope that doesn't get rained out. Are the fi- there fireworks there, right? No, that's tonight. Oh. Hm. Well, anyway, I guess we should get back to the music, right? Yeah. Why don't you play me your next, uh, your next attempt at <laughs> establishing... <laughs> Absolutely. Come gather round people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are changing Writers and critics who prophesize with your pen And keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again And don't speak too soon, for the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming 
Was the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing From senators, congressmen, please heed the call Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled The battle outside region Will soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are a-changing Mothers and fathers throughout the land And don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command Your old road is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand For the times they are a-changing It is drawn, the curse it is cast The slow one now will later be fast As the present now will later be past The order is rapidly fading And the first one now will later be last For the times they are a-changing You're listening to The Fight for Five at 9 at 6 on WPTS 92.1 FM Pittsburgh. And you just heard Bob Dylan with The Times They Are A-Changin'. That was one of my picks for the most American songs. Well, <clears throat> you know, as I mentioned in the, last, in the last show, or I guess I implied by choosing Bob Dylan's song, I love Bob Dylan, um, and I love folk music. And both uh, folk music and Bob Dylan are sort of um, enmeshed in American culture. Um, but I really, I don't know why you picked this song. I wouldn't say that it's a very American song. Oh, I, I completely disagree. Okay, um, well, obviously. Cause well, I, I also agree that Bob Dylan and, and folk music are, are so much part of the American spirit. And um, I really think Bob Dylan is, is really the epitome of American folk music. Um, I mean, there's a lot of other guys that have come, uh, Woody Guthrie, Pete Seeger, um, you know, a lot of guys before him, and a lot of folk singers around the same time as he was playing, and after, too. But I really think Bob Dylan's really at the top. And this song, The Times They Are Changing, um, I, I just think it, it encapsulates so much of what, what folk music should be, can be. And, hmm. um, you know, it, it's a song about, you know, change, and what you know, music can really do to convince people to get off their feet. And oh, sort of like eyes on eyes on the prize. Yeah, but this one works. Oh, I really see because I I don't remember this song uh, inspiring like the civil rights movement. 
<laughs> I do remember uh, Eyes on the Prize doing something like that. <laughs> Inspiring the whole movement? Yes. Without that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're treading into dangerous territory Listen, here, Caitlin. And the other thing I want to argue with is I really don't think that Bob Dylan is the, um, the, folk, the American folk singer. I think he's a great musician, a great folk singer, but I don't, I don't think that he um, surpasses even the ones you mentioned, uh, Woody Guthrie or Pete Seeger, um, maybe even some of the others at his time. Um, but, yeah, he was, he, was right, he was singing and performing at a time when um, folk music was sort of achieving a popular revival, I guess. It was... It was um, so it's... Yeah, but I, um, it deserves, uh, I guess, some credit for that as far as American songs go, but or man, American songwriters. I don't necessarily think this song is even... Um, I was going to put a Bob Dylan song on, but I... What were you thinking of? Uh, yeah, um, I was thinking uh, Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Okay. Do you know that song? Yeah, I know that song. Yeah, so that's the song I was, I was actually contemplating. And then there's always uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, but that mm-hmm. one's very familiar and subterranean homesick blues that one's a little bit later and getting a little bit more into the uh, I mean, what i really like about this song is that it's, it's just dylan and his guitar and the harmonica and the harmonica um and you know that, that's just folk music at its purest form mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. and you know it, it's dylan singing about something really accessible which is <laughs> something that he doesn't always do um and and just i don't know it, it feels like a folk song should feel to me Mm. Um, and I think Dylan needs to be on any American countdown. Oh, um, and I think this this song is is one of the greatest American folk songs, and so that's why I put it on. Okay. Um, I picked my next song is also a folk song, and uh, it I think is sung by someone who perhaps deserves to be higher up on the ranking of American folk singers. Uh, We'll just listen to it, and then we'll discuss. Riding on the city of New Orleans Illinois Central, Monday morning rail Fifteen cars and fifteen restless riders Three conductors Twenty-five sacks of mail All along the southbound Odyssey The train pulls out at Kankakee And rolls along past houses, farms and fields Passing trains that have no name And freight yards full of old black men And the graveyards of the rusted automobiles Good morning, America, how are you? Said, don't you know me? I'm your native son. I'm the train they call the city of New Orleans. I'll be gone 500 miles when the day is done. Penny a point ain't no one 
and the sons of Pullman porters and the sons of engineers write their father's magic carpets made of steel mothers with their babes asleep rocking to the gentle beat and the rhythm of the rails is all they feel good morning America how are you said don't you know me I'm your native son I'm the train they call the city of New Orleans I'll be gone by When the day is done Darkness rolling down to the sea But all the towns and people seem To fade into a bad dream And the steel rail still ain't heard the news The conductor sings his songs again The passengers will please refrain This train got to disappear and Welcome back to the Fight for Five at nine at six. Um, we just heard Arlo Guthrie with City of New Orleans from his album Hobo's Lullaby, nineteen seventy-two. I actually like this song. Yeah, it's a great song. It is, but it's no match for Dylan. Oh, see, I don't know. Uh, I I love Bob Dylan, like I said, but I just think that this song is a great American folk song. This is again not Arlo Guthrie's song. It was actually. Um, Steve Goodman wrote it and performed it before Arlo Guthrie, and mm -hmm. Guthrie kind of um, took it up and started playing it in a lot, a lot of his shows, and it appeared on this album. Um, but yeah, I just think it's, like I said, a great American folk song because it really captures not only the American landscape by referencing mm -hmm. all these different places in America, but also uh, the common man's place in America and in this landscape, um, and sort of... Uh, you can't bring up the common man. <laughs> you just tore down the common no, man. No, I did not tear down the common <laughs> man. I tore down Aaron Copeland's um, impression or interpretation of the common man and the American common man. Okay. This gets it right <laughs> and is therefore one of the best American songs. It's a good song. Uh, I like, you know, I like how it feels. It feels American. Mm -hmm. uh, and it does have a lot of American imagery. Um I don't know if it has such a place in American culture as 
Elvis or Dylan <laughs> or Copeland. Uh, but, I mean, Arlo Guthrie, he is one of our best folk singers, and he's singing about America. Um, so yeah, so, so I'm going to concede a little, yeah. a little here. <laughs> but I, I still think Dylan is, is so much more, I don't know, so much more American. But is he, I guess it's hard to say, because I would say that he's uh, much more in the popular image of America. I mean, Arlo Guthrie sort of, he's much more in like the shadows, mm-hmm. although he's really singing some real true folk songs. Mm-hmm. But um, does that make Dylan more American because he's in the image? Or um, does the truth of what Guthrie is singing about sort of make him I mean, more I, American? I think with, when you hear Dylan, you, you also think back to the era. We have a phone call. Oh, someone's calling in. We have no idea what to do here. <laughs> we had a we had a test to show that we could do things like this. So hopefully we'll Okay. Willie's right now screening the call. He has to screen the call. Um but and then maybe we'll put the Yeah. Um and then maybe we'll put the caller on air. Uh Actually, we're probably going to have to we really appreciate the caller calling in, but <laughs> we're probably going to have to work on this. <laughs> so, um, sorry to the caller. We've been through many hours of training and uh, testing, and we're completely certified to be here. But Yeah, the FCC cannot, thinks we're okay. We cannot operate a telephone. <laughs> what I was saying was that I think when you hear Dylan, um, you know, you, you automatically think of the era and that time and, and everything you know, Dylan stood for and still stands for and represents. And, and so all of those image, I th- images, I think, come along with Dylan. And, and so that makes it a more, more powerfully okay. American song. So it's, okay. And while, you know, this, this song by Arlo Guthrie is, uh, certainly feels American, it, it doesn't feel as American to me. I'd say it's one of the best songs by an American. Um, but that's not what we're counting down. <laughs> I think that gets a points, though, on our American countdown. Points, but not the prize. <laughs> but you yourself said this is a good song. Yeah, you I like the song. You even said you conceded a little bit. We're not bit. counting down just the best songs ever. That's true. We're counting true. down the most American, American songs. But even that is open to interpretation, which is one of the... Which is what we're arguing. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, well, before we get off into total redundancy, I'm going to read a little... <laughs> keeping track this is from the pittsburgh banjo club the pittsburgh banjo club has openings for four-string banjo tuba and bass players open rehearsals are held wednesdays 8 to 11 p.m rehearsal rehearsals i looked at that it's rehearsals i think it's a typo rehearsals are sing-along free comma free (laughs) rehearsals are sing-along free and open to the public for info, contact 412-364-4739 or Pittsburgh Banjo Club at earthlink.net or visit www.thepittsburghbanjoclub.com. Very good. a tough one. Yeah. Well, the next, pick's, the next pick is mine. Yep. And uh, we just heard, you know, a song that was really singing about America and my next song is singing about America, so it's, it's a pretty good follow-up. <laughs> um, and how about we get into it? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
You're listening to WPTS Pittsburgh, 92.1 FM. Welcome back to the Fight for Five at 9 at 6. You just heard Simon and Garfunkel with their song America from the album Bookends. It was one of my picks for the most American songs. And before we get into the arguing, uh, last break we, we had a caller, and we uh, during this last song we figured out how to work the phone so we'll encourage them again to call, and perhaps we'll uh, be able to even put them on air. But let's get back to this song. Um, Caitlin, what do you think? Well, um, I mean, the song is clearly about America, but I would not, again, I again argue that you did not pick a song that is American. Elaborate. 
<laughs> well, I don't think it's a song that is ingrained in American culture. Um, Simon and Garfunkel are, of course, part of American culture, but I wouldn't say that they're even um, ingrained in American culture to the extent that Bob Dylan is. I think that they have a much more international or uh, sort of urbane sort of profile. Um, no, I agree with that. Yeah, so but that's I feel why I don't this think song, song is very is evocative of America. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. That's to put it plainly. But that doesn't um, evoke. For example, my last song, "City <laughs> of New Orleans," um, that referenced America, and I feel like that evokes America um, in a much more uh, effective way than your song. I don't know. I, I don't know how to argue with this point because it's just so sound. <laughs> no, because it's just so idiosyncratic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, they. It, it's a great story of a song, uh-huh. Simon and Garfunkel's "America," and you know they chronicle all these places in America. Um, and I just think you know the music, the way it fits with the words and the chorus. We've all yeah. come to look for America. Yeah. It's sort of a... It's, yeah. I don't know. I feel it's a moving message. Mm. Um, yeah. But I guess you don't. No, I definitely would not have... And I definitely wouldn't have included um, Simon and Garfunkel on a countdown of the most American songs. I just don't think that they're an American enough uh, group. I don't think that they're... Yeah. <laughs> Willie, for for the <laughs> listeners who don't have the uh, benefit of the visual, <laughs> Willie's giving me the um, his what squinting his eyes thinking? and putting his palms up in the and baring his teeth, sort of. <laughs> in the, I'm disgusted and I don't understand exactly what are you thinking. It's a very common, <laughs> gesture. common gesture that I do on this show and in general yes, with yes. you, Caitlin. I'm often, I guess, saying things that he thinks are crazy. Mm, yeah, I would <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> That's okay. This next song um, that I'm going to play, mm-hmm. uh, I think, is an Ameri- by an American artist. And Simon and Garfunkel are American. I know they're American. Don't try to like frame this in some, <laughs> you know, spin in this in your <laughs> your own way. Okay. I think Simon and Garfunkel are two perfectly American men. <laughs> okay. Well, they are Americans. Um, yeah, they're New Yorkers, in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you want to argue a little bit more about this song? Do you want to? Do you feel like you have sufficiently justified your pick, or do you want to add a little bit more? No, I, I feel like I, I've said what I needed to say. I don't know if I'm convincing you, but right. I, I never convince you. <laughs> uh, if you feel like you want to move on, let's move on. Okay. Yeah, so my next song is by a true American artist, like really American artist, and he's singing about something very American, so um, that's why I picked it. Let's give it a listen. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down the San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno 
just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me From this prison If that railroad train was mine I bet I'd move it on A little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where I want to stay And I'd let that lonesome whistle Blow my blues away Welcome back. Uh, that was Folsom Prison Blues, Johnny Cash. Um, a great song in the American canon. Uh, Willie, do you want to comment on that, or are you looking for a PSA? Oh, no. Uh can comment. Uh, no, Johnny Cash is a great pick. Uh, I'm a little curious why this one was your pick. So... As opposed to, uh, like, I Walk the Line or Man in yeah, Black just or any, another I mean, Johnny Cash song? I'm not saying there's, there's necessarily a better one, but what was it about this song? Uh, well, it was recorded live at Folsom Prison, mm-hmm. uh, a prison out in California, in Folsom, California. And um, so I think, like, just hearing the people in the background, like, the people who he's singing about sort of responding to the song, and uh, I just think that's an interesting dynamic. And also the, the subject of the song in general um, is a great song for I guess like to include like all American people I guess over there (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and I yeah I just think that this is a good American song so what does this say about America yeah um (laughs) I actually I knew I was handing you I was just sort of handing you something by saying that but Mm -hmm. uh well it does it does acknowledge the um criminal aspects of some (laughs) characters in the American society does it elevate them? Yes, it does. Well, I think it sort of it sort of doesn't elevate them, but sort of um, lowers the uh, the man, the the man who put them in prison. I mean, he says he wants to stay at Folsom Prison. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm gonna respond. I'm gonna open this. I am. We're getting here. Uh, this <laughs> this listener says, uh, "Good old American prisoners, best in the world." I think he's being sarcastic. Well, you can't get that from the IM. He uh, could write in and let us know. Yeah, perhaps if we wait 20 seconds, <laughs> he can uh, clarify. 
<laughs> sarcasm or not sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, my song still maintains its merit. I mean, I, I was considering Johnny Cash, picking a Johnny Cash song as well, um, but I, I couldn't decide on one. Um, but were you sort of... I never got down to that, uh-huh. that level. I was just listening to a couple. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Johnny Cash is a great, great American artist, uh, but I, I don't know if... Uh, ooh. Here's the response. <laughs> Facetious. Spelled wrong. Yeah, a little too many eyes there. <laughs> um, so I think our online listener is on my side of this argument. Well, he doesn't exactly say that. He's sort of um, being sarcastic. He's being a sarcastic facetious. comment. For, yeah, he's being facetious in his um, approval, I guess, or his portrayal of American prisoners. But he's not saying that the song is not American. Or one of the best American, most American songs. Mm-hmm. How much of the song, for you personally, comes from, you know, the fact that it's performed at a prison? <laughs> uh, actually, uh, a good deal of it actually informed my decision to pick this song. Like I said, I think it sort of makes the uh, the brings the common man back to well, sort of unites the common man and the artist. Um, yeah. We're getting a new I am. Yeah. Another listener on my side. <laughs> well, I didn't read that, so I can't verify that that's we have another, the case. We have one online listener who said, uh, right artist, wrong song. Um, which, well, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't, dis- I, don't, uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, I mean, obviously I don't agree with that because I picked this song. <laughs> and we have another online listener. Um, oh, no. Who is also going against Caitlin. Um, he resents my comment about Eyes on the Prize, which was also made facetiously, but uh, when I said without this song, uh, the civil rights movement would not have gone off. Although he's, he's, he wants us to credit Rosa Parks, who and she hated, credit. who deserves credit for such mobilization, and she hated folk music. Well, I would say that she's one, we could talk about that as far as history goes, but mm-hmm. as far as music goes, Rosa Parks wasn't singing. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, sitting. Well, anyway, we've gotten a little off track. Um, <laughs> I'm still a little undecided what I think about Folsom Prison Blues, but uh, I want to get into my last song, I okay. think. Uh, but before I do that, I'll read a quick public service announcement. There are, there are alternatives to the problematic touchscreen voting machines used in the last election. A group of concerned citizens is trying to maintain the protection of voting machines' credibility. For more information, visit www.votepa.us or www.voteallegheny.org. Now, my last song, um, my last pick for the most American songs, uh, I don't know, maybe not the most traditional, but I think it, it really just captures a lot of America in a, in a very unique way for me. Uh, so without further ado, right. let's go into it. Nothing, nothing 
heavy load Made me the electrolyte To take us out of the dark Made me the boat for the water Like Noah made the ark This is a man's, man's, man's world But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing Without a woman or And a baby boys Man make them happy Cause man make them toys And after man make everything Everything he can You know that man makes money To buy from other men You're listening to The Fight for Five at 9 at 6 on WPTS Pittsburgh. You just heard James Brown with This is a Man's, Man's, Man's World. My final pick for the most American songs. <laughs> well, I guess this might be American because it's played over and over and over again on uh, AM Gold countdowns <laughs> on, in America. But I wouldn't say it's a great song. I don't think it's a good song. James Brown might as well be reading the Constitution for <laughs> Because that's what the lyrics. Well, James Brown is a great pick. Um, yeah, I mean, but I don't like this song. You don't like this song? not at all. <laughs> like I said, it just it reminds me of the AM Gold Countdown. That like it's a song that comes on. And I'm like, first I'm listening to all the good songs. There's tons of good songs playing, like the oldies, and then this song comes on, and I'm like, I have to change the station. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back in a couple minutes. But in all fairness, I mean, do you really unconditionally love America all the time? Yes. No. <laughs> That's right. No. No. Um, but I don't think that I, I unconditionally love the best parts of America. I think. <laughs> but I don't know if this song is necessarily, you know, concerning itself with the best parts of America. Mm-hmm. James Brown is saying it like it is. This is a man's <laughs> world. Oh well, I like it even better now that the. Uh, <laughs> but message. it wouldn't be nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Without a woman or a girl. Yeah, you need the the woman on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> he never says sideline. Just says man and under the car, train, electric light. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I obviously cannot accept this song because I'd be <laughs> sort of betraying the whole half of uh, my my whole half of the human race. No, this song is not degrading towards women. What? It didn't even mention any of the women's accomplishments. No, it, it's saying they're the most important part. No, it's not. That's it would not be nothing. The world would be nothing. But it is a man's world. Yes, ostensibly. <laughs> but substantively? Women. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I guess that's one interpretation. It's not my interpretation. <laughs> so I don't like the song. I don't approve of the pick for that reason. <laughs> but like I said, I give you credit for the James Brown. I really think that he deserves a place in this. I, I couldn't... I couldn't find any other James Brown song that was more appropriate than this. Oh. Hmm. In my opinion. All right. I, yeah. I mean, I feel he's just, he's talking about America. No, he's not. No, he's not. This is not unique to America at all. <laughs> this, this relationship between men and women is not at all unique to America. He's not talking about America. <laughs> he's talking about human ra- the human race. <laughs> you can't even argue with that because he's, I'm right. No. <laughs> I think he's singing about America. Okay. Well, that's not a very good defense. <laughs> this is what all your defenses are. I no, don't agree I offer, with that interpretation. Offer, and then I offer textual support. I offer <laughs> lyrics, um, or I cite the instrument and its <laughs> its noise. <laughs> wow. Well, you have one more pick left. Yep. Is this going to trump James Brown or any of my other picks? Yeah, I think that this song actually doesn't have any words either. (laughs) It's eight minutes without words. Um, But I think this really... uh, It it captures a certain era in America and um, really just... Well, I'm Screams curious. America. I'm curious yeah. to see what what it is. Okay. So this is the final song for the most American songs countdown on the fight for five at nine at six.
You're listening to the Fight for Five at nine at six. We just heard Green Onions uh, performed by Roy Buchanan um, <clears throat> on his album Sweet Dreams. Yes, we did. Yeah, what did you think, Willie? Worst pick of the night. Wow! Wow! Horrible song to end this countdown on. It was. I'll admit that it was one of my weaker picks. Um, and one of your longer picks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the length is the problem. I think it is. Why? It's so long and it's the same thing. There's no <laughs> climax to that song. The rhythm section, what is that, a loop track? <laughs> is it playing to karaoke CD? I don't know. I don't know anything about the technology. It's not even, it's not even like a soulful performance. It's not powerful. I was not moved oh, at all. Oh, see, I think it is. I think it is. And I actually... I think this is well, a j- guy just noodling around on his guitar <laughs> for eight minutes. He, I picked this version. Booker T and the MGs also, I think they did the original version of this song. Mm-hmm. And I do not like that as much as this. I think this is much more okay, soulful. Okay, but yeah, I mean, much more bad soulful. songs are bad songs. Let's not, you know, <laughs> I don't think apples this, and oranges here. Okay, first of all, I don't think it's a bad song. But even if it was a bad song, like if it wasn't as good as any of the other songs on the countdown, it's still a very American song, I think. I, I, Can you argue why? with that? Why do you think it's an American song? Well, okay. First of all, I think um, it's performed by an American artist, like a true American. Oh, okay. <laughs> true American. <laughs> um, if this is your strong lead-in to the argument, I think you're already done. No, and I think, um, like I said, it, it also sort of encapsulates uh, an era of music and sentiment that really well. I think. What era? Like, the late 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Bob Dylan? Yes. This is a different sort of... Look at all, okay. all American music of the ni- late 1960s was not folk music. There was also this, like, sort of breaking out into this sort of electric um, melding of Why blues, you pick, jazz, like, rock. Why not Jimi Hendrix? I almost picked that, a Jimi Hendrix song, actually. But he, I think this is a better pick. I mean, just as guitar players go... go I mean, Roy Buchanan is not tops. Were you uh, looking that up on All Music before? No, I wasn't. I was I looking, up, on all music I was looking said, up at All Music because I didn't even know who Roy Buchanan criminally was. Criminally overlooked. Yes, but I, I, well, I disagree with criminally. <laughs> <laughs> I think rightfully overlooked. <laughs> but there are so many better guitar players you could pick. Name one. I, I mean, Hendrix. already Hendrix. I mean, Clapton. Um, you know, even Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, what about B.B. King, Muddy Waters? Um, well, I don't know about that. I, I really, I don't know. I think, I, I didn't, I don't I, think that any of them encapsulates the era in the way that this does, this song does. It certainly, it, even if it encapsulates the era, it, it doesn't, it's not American. Okay. You know, this is just, I felt this was a very flat performance from a guitar player. <laughs> just going through riffs, making a lot of noises. <laughs> I don't think you're making imitations of the noises ever convinces me of the <laughs> <laughs> the poor choice I've made. <laughs> I don't even fine because this pick is is so weak on its own. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I, and I don't think that the 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 fact that it doesn't have a climax that it's just riffs makes it a bad song either or makes it un-American. But I don't think it makes it American. You know what? You well, okay. <laughs> okay. I I won't express any uh yeah. Go ahead. Continue on rating my uh, choice. I, I'm just saying that, <laughs> you know, if you wanted to pick a guitar song, mm-hmm. there's so many better ones out there. So much more feeling. And, I, I, you know, that's, that's what really makes a guitar solo, you know. And we have so many, you know, really individualistic 
guitar players from America. What about, I mean, Jimi Hendrix's version of Star Spangled Banner? I mean, that almost made my countdown. Oh, uh, see, um, I actually, I don't like the re- the re- redoing of the Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, I don't have any appreciation for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jimi Hendrix, definitely great guitar, like, more than great, I don't know what the word would be. Phenomenal. Impressive. I don't know. Um... I don't know. I I really like this song. Have you heard any of other any other of Roy Buchanan's songs? No. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I yeah, I like this artist, and I really like this song. And I, I I think it is an American song. Every time I hear it, I I get sort of excited about like um, sort of American, uh, just like. You know, it it is American in the aspect that it reminds me of like walking into a bar. 10.30 at night, very smoky. You're like, I don't really want to be here, but I just want to drink right now. And you have to listen to this band that's just been up there for two hours already. Most of them are already, you know, passing out. And there's this, this one guy wailing away on his guitar as others just sit there going, bum ba dum ba dum bum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba So in that case, in that sense... Yeah, I guess it reminds me of America. <laughs> okay. Well, that's one but important I, aspect. I don't want to be ri- reminded of that, <laughs> that America. That aspect of America. I want to be reminded of it's a man's world. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, but, I don't know. Of all the songs you picked... This is the weakest. weakest, weakest I agree. Link. I'll admit that. I'll admit that. I still think it deserves a spot, though. You cannot think that's better than all five of my picks. <laughs> better? It's Well, first of all... <laughs> Never mind all five. I'll get to that in a second. But this is a man's 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 world. I'm telling you, that is like one of that's one of those songs. Oh, I don't even know what to say about it. But it's a horrible song. <laughs> it's not even a good song. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I I don't know where we're gonna get with this. <laughs> um, like most of our arguments, we kind of just end in stalemates. <laughs> uh, but that does bring us to the end of our show for this week uh, we want to thank everyone who's been listening along especially our, our online listeners who have been chatting with us this whole time keeping us company and yeah. mostly uh, writing in on my side so I always appreciate that um, <laughs> so I guess that brings us to the end of our, our show for the most American songs on the Fight for Five at Nine. Right. Uh, what are we going to take people out on? Oh, I think we're going to listen to uh, Pete Seeger. Pete Seeger. And um, next week we'll be on again at Nine. So. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been 92.1 FM, WPTS Pittsburgh, with the Fight for Five at Nine at Six. I'm Willie. And I'm Caitlin. Signing off. Mountain man
America, America, God shed His grace on me, and crown my good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Next week on the Fight for Five at Nine. The open road can be a lonely place, but rarely is it a quiet one. Join us Tuesday, July 10th at 9 p.m. as we count down the top five songs for a road trip.